0: WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey. With your host, let's do it, Jerem and Tanner.
1: All right, it's only just from the WCB Podcast, back on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings and Raycon Headphones. It's Jerem, it's Tanner. What's up,
0: bud? Uh, nothing much, man. Just you know, enjoying some exciting fucking playoff hockey.
1: Dude, if you needed to ever convince somebody that the NHL playoffs are the best in sports, this first round is the perfect example of how amazing this is. Yeah. Like holy shit. There really wasn't a bad series. Which is which is
0: funny too, cause like some of the series that we get kind of joked on that we didn't really care about, like turned out to be really good, like the Bruins and Florida series.
1: Like, oh my god, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't give a shit about that one. Like Bruins are gonna sweep them. Oh yeah, no, never mind.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go over first round stuff. You had a couple sweeps that uh, that did not pan out.
0: Both sweeps I called lost their series in seven.
1: <laughs> oh man, so yeah. We've we'll
0: Never said I was great at playing pick like picking picking teams in the playoffs.
1: My bracket is so bad that I don't even think I'm gonna open the app to look at it the rest of the way. Oh, it's, it's
0: pointless. So I took Tampa. Bad. I took Tampa to
1: <laughs> yeah. win it all. You convinced me to switch my th- picks to Tampa.
0: I wasn't even trying to convince you. You, you were so convincing. just want to blame me.
1: No, you were just so <laughs> you had such a convincing argument. It was you were so good. Oh, my yeah, God. I should be a lawyer. Yeah, should be. But <laughs> so we'll get into our first round. Um, We'll recap the first round here in a little bit. We'll compare our picks to what actually happened. We'll give our second round predictions. Um, <laughs> Which, start... <well> <laughs> Which will probably be wrong. We'll be wrong today. Um, Games start today already. I was kind of hoping there'd be one day off so we can get these picks out there before puck drop of game one. But uh, wow. NHL, it's got to get going. Let's go. Which, hey. I'm here for it. I'm I'm pumped. I'm oh, yeah. recording early so we can be able to go watch these games. I am ready to go. Um, I think that's.
0: I mean, the big reason is we had some amazing game sevens, and you don't want to like just have a day off where everybody's like, "Oh, that was really exciting hockey we had this weekend," and then nothing, right? Yeah, and then nothing. So it's like or, uh, keep the good times going.
1: Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll uh, let's start with some hot talk here really quick. Um. Very little to talk about. Um, but actually before we get there, six years of the podcast, we, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we turned six years old. It's super crazy that this has been going on for so long. My longest relationship ever. Um, <laughs> true, so, true. yeah, thank you to all the listeners and people follow and continue to follow. Um, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. Um, all right. Hawk Conditional yeah. picks coming... <laughs> like,
0: glad, glad we got that done. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> conditional picks are becoming a little bit more clear uh, now that teams are getting eliminated and playoff pictures becoming set. Um, the first conditional pick that we got last year in the Brandon Hagel trade was the first round draft pick yes. from the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was top ten protected. Clearly, That's the only condition. Yeah, not going to be top ten. Um, with Tampa being eliminated, uh, spoiler alert, um, the pick will become either 19 or 20.
0: Oh, is it really 19 or 20?
1: Yeah. So I cap friendly says 20, but Mm -hmm. so I looked into it more. Um, if the Florida Panthers beat yeah the Maple Leafs, it will become the 19th pick. If the Maple Leafs beats the Panthers, it is the 20th pick.
0: Oh, okay. Based yeah, that makes on,
1: sense. Yeah, just based on playoff positioning or finishing.
0: Yeah. Playoff so, like, because or... every other team would finish behind them in the draft order if they were to Correct. lose anyway. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Uh, we have no, like, do it, Florida. Keep going.
1: Yeah. We have, doesn't matter. So, just
0: one spot's one spot, but in a deep yeah. draft, like, better to move up one than back one.
1: The other conditional pick, which fucking Patrick Kane fucked us. Uh, it would have been <laughs> uh, we would have got a first round pick from the uh, New York Rangers. If the Rangers reach the conference final, they go down in the first round. So it will remain a second round pick in this year's draft. So, Tanner, which you- could
0: be better could be better. I mean, if this is if this draft is the one that everybody's saying is, like, super deep, like, would you rather have, like, a super deep second-round pick? Or, like, I don't know, because I haven't really heard much about the next year's draft, but let's say it's not as deep, having, like, a late first-rounder versus, right now, that's pick 56 this year.
1: Is it pick 56? I was just pulling that up.
0: Yeah, so with that pick in place, here's what the Hawks are looking at. Picks, well, we're going to have a pick between one through five. And we'll find out next week what that is. Then, like you said, 19 or 20, depending on how the second round shakes out. Um, after that, the Hawks have their own pick at 35, which is pretty fucking good. Uh, then they have the 44th pick, which is from Ottawa in the Zaitsev trade for nothing, which was awesome. Um, so that's four picks right there in the top 50. And then they have 52, which is from Tampa. And that's for the Tyler Johnson trade, which was like Seabrook, Seabrook's contract. And then 56, which is the Rangers. 67, which is the Hawks' own pick in the third round. There's the 89th pick, which is from Dallas. And hold on, I forgot which one, what that was for. Because that was a, it was something that we, oh, okay. We swapped picks with Arizona last year, third oh. round picks. So we moved our 94th overall pick last year for 89th this year, which turned that I mean moving up into a deeper draft class. That's pretty nice. Um and then we round out the top 100 picks at pick 99, which is the Hawks' uh fourth round pick. So there's nine picks in the first 100 draft picks that the Hawks have. Damn. Yeah. And that's if they use all their picks or they don't was- acquire more.
1: I was just about to ask, do you see them potentially packaging a bunch of these picks together to try to get another one in the first round?
0: Possibly. I could see, like, how they did it with Toronto last year where they acquired Morazic in the first for, like, a second because Toronto has a first-round pick again. They acquired um, Boston's pick from Washington.
1: That's 28 right now. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that could be something that they'd look to move if there's any kind of contracts that they want to get out of there, depending on um how they finish this year. You know, I mean they've they've already kind of crushed some demons already, so I don't know how desperate they're gonna be to like move cap space.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I but you know what? I was I was I typed up a quick like piece for hockey buzz and just kind of talking about like, you know, where the draft picks sit and all this. And I'm like, as I'm typing this, I'm like, God damn. Like for the first time in a long time, I'm actually excited for the future of the franchise. Yeah. Like, I know we don't know exactly what that future is going to be yet, but the fact that we have all these assets and we're going to be just refilling up our prospect pool with, and we're picked an amazing year to do it. Like it keeps me said how deep of a draft class this is. Like there is gonna be a plenty of options and mm-hmm. there who comes out of this draft could be what gets us over that that hump and back into competitive hockey.
0: Yeah. Oh god, yeah. I was saying before we started recording, I was like, I'm really hoping this draft turns out to be much like Dallas's twenty seventeen draft where they really set their team up for the future with Ottinger, Jason Robertson, and Yuro Heiskinen. And yeah. not necessarily are we looking to get, like, a stud goalie or a stud defenseman, but, like, if we can get three picks that we just nail at any position, is would be super, super clutch. Um, And then just looking at the, like, later part of the first round, like, there's only a couple teams that still – that are in the playoffs that have their picks currently. And that would be – like Seattle, which they don't need to move anything because they don't have like cap issues. The wild. I don't know if they're gonna want to move anything just because they just have dead cap. Rangers last year
1: too. If they can if they can get through this next season and mm-hmm. be a competitive hockey team like they were this year, I mean they might just hold on to whatever they can.
0: Yeah, what they need I mean, that's what they need to do is they need to keep those picks because Right now they're kind of because they're cap strapped. They need to they need to have their young guys that are on these entry-level deals be the ones that are contributing a lot more because they don't have the the cap space to afford veterans that can do it. Right. Um, but one team I was looking at was obviously Vegas. Vegas has their own pick in the first round this year. Right now it's sitting at 29. And honestly, like they're a team that's always up against the cap. And what they've done in the past few years is just giving players away for future considerations. But I mean, if you can squeeze that first round pick out of them, it's not like why not
1: their first round pick prospect, anyways. So you might as well, it's better off trading. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like <laughs> get the pick so you get to choose who you want rather than let them pick the guy and then trade for him.
1: It's so crazy with Vegas. Like, I don't understand. Ugh, I hate Vegas, man. I really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It is pretty pretty funny to me that the two expansion teams are in the second round right now, though.
1: Yeah, um, some cool a cool stat about that one. Uh, when we get there, but yeah, so more is going to come more clear with the the draft situation as you know these teams keep getting eliminated. Um, I think a lot more is going to come up to light too once the lottery happens because you're going to have teams that you know, we're hoping maybe to move up big that aren't going to move up big and they might not feel the need to stay, stay where they're at and all that. So I think it's going to be a good time draft come draft time and free agency. Like that's, it's going to be so much fun. And I am so pumped that we're almost there, but got to enjoy some playoff hockey still before we get there. Oh God. Yes. Uh, Last thing that we have for Hawks talk here is Rockford is currently uh in the Calder cup playoffs and uh not doing too hot
0: nah drop the first two games to the texas stars and also i was thinking about this too when i when i looked it up earlier and i was like it's not fair that dallas gets to have a good nhl team and a good ahl team (laughs) like that's horse shit
1: can't do that it shouldn't be allowed you can't either your ahl team's got to be good or your nhl team's got to be good they both exactly that's bullshit
0: you can't but, you can't allow this to happen. Like you, you're not supposed to have the the cupboard stocked full of prospects and also have the team making the playoffs. Like that's not how this works.
1: <laughs> is Dallas uh AHL team good or the Rockford Ice Hogs just not good?
0: Uh maybe a bit of both. Yeah.
1: A lot of inexperience on Rockford. I mean, it's a bunch of young kids that are you know, getting their first taste of pro hockey, and we were kind of talking about this earlier when we were talking about what to talk about. I mean, you kind of want that. You kind of want them to feel a little bit, get the taste of you know playoff hockey, get hungry, and it just it's just gonna make for better, you know, development in the long run.
0: It looks like the the defensemen keep contributing a lot in these games too.
1: For the Hawks or the
0: yeah, uh, for the Ice Hogs. Like, I think, uh, in the first game against the Texas Stars, like Alex Vlasic got like two assists and they lost like five to three or something.
1: He's gonna be a stud. Like, mm-hmm. you're starting to see more, yeah, like people that cover the Hawks are starting to talk more and more about how big of a piece he's gonna become. Yeah, uh, and and they're,
0: they're starting like, to hype up uh, Isaac Phillips a bit too.
1: Yeah, I mean. Deserves it. Like he played great when he is in his action that he saw last year. Like I thought he did fantastic. I think he was one of the better defensemen out there at at times. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. Him ruse. uh, Then he still got Korchinski coming in. Del Mastro. Mm -hmm. Like all those guys too. Like, oh God. I'm so pumped for the future of this team. Let's go.
0: Yeah. It's just crazy that uh, Lucas Reichel doesn't have a single point in the playoffs right now.
1: Trade him. Yeah. Get rid of him now. He's a kid's a bum. Cut his ass. Um, yeah, so that's going on. That's a best-of-five series, so potentially one more game in um, Rockford will be.
0: Uh, I had no idea that Rob Klinkhammer was an assistant coach in Rockford.
1: No shit. Yeah, dude. Just
0: <laughs> just I just, They have it listed as in the team stats for the games. I'm a- like head coach and then assistants, and I was just like, no way.
1: I'm like- love Klinkhammer.
0: I don't did he ever play a game for the Hawks?
1: I don't think so. I'm pretty
0: sure he got traded and then played for like Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, he had I just remember he had an awesome preseason in 09. What was the year that they went overseas? Was that oh nine?
0: No, it was the year after they won the cup. I think it was a lot like 2010, 2011.
1: Yeah, so he had an awesome preseason. I remember going to the last preseason game before. They left for uh, for that trip, and he game-winning goal with, like, 10 seconds left in the game. It was fucking awesome. He was great. I wish he would have. <laughs> but, um, yeah, last thing, too, here at Hawks Talk, do you have any last good words, you know, put out into the universe to try to will the draft lottery balls into the Blackhawks' favor? Because next time we record, we will know if we are drafting Bedard or if we were all just going to be miserable,
0: I wouldn't say we're miserable. But if we move back to five, that's misery. Um, Gary, you know what to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, us! You owe us. We need something good for once in this in this city. Give us something.
0: Yeah, right. All it's right. It's been it's been too long.
1: It's been too long. Yeah. Come on.
0: Are you are you gonna have this new TV deal? with ESPN and TNT and have the Hawks be one of the worst teams in the league. You know, it's not going to, it's not good.
1: Like, like legit, we talked about it already. It makes more sense when the Hawks are good. Even if you're not going to give it to the Hawks, you got it. Like it's, he needs to go to a big market. Yeah. He can't go to Anaheim. He can't go to Columbus. Anything on the, on the West coast where he's going to have nine o'clock games all the time. Like it's, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, McDavid, does amazing shit, but nobody watches it because all of his home games are past everyone's bedtime.
1: David is the greatest Instagram NHL athlete ever because everybody only watches his highlights on Instagram the next day. Yeah. But all right. Moving on. Let's recap the first round. Um, we'll start in the Eastern Conference here. Let's start with the series that we were both very confident we're gonna, gonna end quickly uh the Boston Bruins versus the Florida Panthers Tanner you took Boston in 4, I took Boston in 5. Actuality, um Florida Panthers in 7 after going down 3 to 1 the Panthers proceed to come back and then go game 7 in Boston in overtime and take the take the series. Fucking incredible incredible
0: incredible Incredible. if you were to tell me that a florida team would go down in their series three to one and come back and win in game seven i would have said yeah of course tampa bay is going to do that but it wasn't (laughs) it was was the fucking panthers man the panthers who barely made it into the playoffs they literally stumbled into the playoffs and made it because pittsburgh Failed to beat Columbus in Chicago.
1: Huh. It's oh my god! It is insane.
0: I it the I. It's funny because we also not only did we mention that like we both thought Boston was going to win, but like we mentioned, if Florida has any chance of winning, M- Matthew Kachuk needs to be like superhuman. And goddamn, was he <laughs> pretty much fucking close to that?
1: Eleven points
0: was a menace he was a fucking menace and it was great because he basically plays boston hockey better than everybody on that team except for tyler batuzzi who was incredible during that series too. <laughs> it's like jesus christ it's, it was just insane to see just some of the shit that like matthew Kuchuk was doing like he scored between his he did it like a between the legs goal like in the playoffs like we, that's the stuff that you get benched for <laughs> but he's like Pasta.
1: Pasta it's, my, it's my
0: it's my it yeah it's it, it's like it's my best chance at scoring here and then like winning it in overtime like almost starting a fight with all mark getting into his head so fucking hard and the fact that boston went into game seven was like we're playing swayman like <laughs> we got nothing it's like yes. you just set. you just had a history you just set records this fucking season and it's i everybody has to know it by now but if you set a record during the regular season and you face Bobrovsky in the first round, you're going to fucking lose.
1: Yeah, that's two of the biggest upsets in NHL playoff history, and Bob was in the net for both of them.
0: Did? So Bobrovsky went like 3-1, and one, didn't he?
1: This This round?
0: Yeah, because uh, he didn't start the first couple games. I don't know if he played game three or not. Let's see.
1: But Uh, yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure. He went three and one. Yeah. And I wonder what would have happened if they would have started him game one. Like, do you think that it could have been another like Tampa sweep situation?
1: No, I honestly I think this is probably best case scenario. Honestly, I don't think
0: if you do came in came in real hungry.
1: Came in hungry, he came in with that that desperation. That whole team came going down three to one and having nothing to lose. Against a team that you had no business beating in the first place. Yeah. Like best best case scenario for Florida. Because you, you know, know
0: what? All the quotes that Matthew Kachuk had too, where he's just like, no one expects us to win any of these games, no one expects us to be here. And it's just like just, did everybody hate Boston so much and love Matthew Kachuk now? Like is it <laughs> I'm pretty sure Matthew Kachuk's like one of the more lovable guys at the moment because of what he just did to Boston.
1: Oh my god, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And yeah, just, he is so fucking good. And I think you can easily say uh, Florida won that trade.
0: Yeah. Because what <laughs> he's 24 years old he's got eight more years or seven more years right now in Florida. God. And what's that stat um of the president's trophy winning team going on to win the cup like the next year? Like, is it Florida's year? I oh, honestly don't think so, but...
1: Said, no, 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 no,
0: Because no. uh, Colorado did it last year when they won the President's Trophy the year before. Tampa did it. I don't remember... I mean, St. Louis didn't fucking win the President's Trophy. But I think it's like three Washington? years.
1: Washington? Did they win did it they?
0: Before? I don't know.
1: Because I know they won it and they got knocked out early.
0: It's, it's happened more often than not over the last, like past few years though. Like the president's trophy winning team doesn't win that year, but then goes on to win it the the following season. But it's been a it's been a trend the last like three or four years. At least Tampa, Tampa 2019 and winning in 2020, but they went on to win 2021 as well. Yeah. Um but then Colorado right after that.
1: But you know know what you know what this means though.
0: Yeah. No, what is it?
1: It means the 2013 Blackhawks are still the greatest team in the salary cap era.
0: Yeah. They because actually completed still, it.
1: Yeah. They can do it. They know what it does start to finish. You take the best record, you go in the playoffs, you win the cup. Mm.
0: Just without a doubt.
1: I, yeah. I, we talked about it before. Like, I really wonder if there was a full season. Yeah. The Hawks could have been flirting with, the Boston numbers and, and, and yeah, like like, I'm Tampa. really curious how that that team was.
0: Out. Yeah. The team was hungry. I mean, the, the shortened season is also a reason they were probably like so hungry though, too. Yeah. Sure. It was great. It's so cool. And guess, I mean, the greatest part after that was they won another cup, which <laughs> is so yeah. neat. Because remember, remember when we only had one and then we won a second. We're like, this is really cool. <laughs>
1: then we won a third.
0: Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, we got to stop doing this. This is crazy.
1: <laughs> that was just misery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, moving along. Uh, let's go with this series that will now determine who the Florida Panthers play. And uh, that was the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. You had Tampa Bay in seven. Of course. I had Toronto in seven. I mean. In reality, Toronto won in six. Yeah. They finally, How crazy. They finally did it.
0: And they did it in overtime. Like. The drama.
1: <laughs> Do you think Leaf fans, when they saw going to game six in overtime, they're just like, Oh fuck.
0: Yeah, I didn't I mean even myself, I was like, There's no chance the leaves win this fucking game. <laughs> it was so it was really funny because I was like, All right, I gotta put my son to bed. I was like, Tampa either ends this early or I can get him to bed and then I'll be able to watch the rest of the game. And then I came out and I saw that I saw the celebration, and I saw the handshake line. I was like, "It's not game seven. How did Tampa players <laughs> playing? Tampa shaking hands?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I was like, "Oh my god, they actually did it!
1: This they actually good... did it!" Oh yeah,
0: it was, so it was crazy. And then, I mean, of course, like the goal itself isn't some magnificent like curse like curse ending goal. It was they're really getting the bounces this year. They're really getting those things that they they never got before, and. It's just, I can't believe that it actually, is happening. Like they're getting, the the hockey gods are like, okay, you've, you've, you've suffered enough.
1: Either that they're suffering enough and they're going to finally get their, get their win or they're just setting them up for the big, even bigger disappointment. Uh, What's crazy though, is did you see that the way Tavares scored the game winning goal? It was the exact same way he shot the puck last year with like three seconds left it was like he came into the zone, come around the net, and he did, like, this turnaround spin shot. Yeah. The exact no same thing. Yeah. That's so it's kind of It's kind of cool, though. It, like, he does the exact same thing, and it finally goes in, finally gets that break, finally moves on. Do you think at this point that this is now Detroit, uh, Detroit Toronto's cup to lose?
0: Absolutely. Because I think that now that they've finally got this monkey off their back, it's kind of like – oh shit like now it's getting it's gotten real like we're we're fucking we're here we're here we're hungry we've been we've been starving to fucking get here like and i think they just are gonna roll like honestly it's gonna be tough to beat that team i I, yeah
1: i wish it was boston though i really do yeah oh yeah oh god yeah for the
0: story itself if they would go game seven and against boston in boston and fucking like do a come from behind like overtime win or some shit like that would be insane and then there would still be two rounds left for that it's it's like this it would be basically the story of the 1980 u.s olympic team where you're like oh that wasn't the gold medal game by the way when they beat russia yeah. <laughs> like they still went on and had to win another game <laughs> like that's what it would that's exactly how it would feel like it would be it would be crazy i think it's just really funny uh like obviously we have the better radish like definitely (laughs) darren radish it goes off of his skate sorry taylor taylor radish's brother you know know, also it's really funny is the fact that he was undrafted but then the hawks signed him originally to his entry level deal really yeah and then he was traded to the rangers and the rangers had traded him to tampa i'm pretty sure he was traded to tampa and not signed No, no no actually i think he was signed in tampa now that I'm remembering when I look back at it.
1: I did not know that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. He's his older brother.
1: Scanner with the facts. Yeah, dude. It's
0: crazy. <laughs> I'm trying let me look it up real quick. So he signed his entry level contract in 2018 and 2019, but didn't play for the Hawks at all. It just played in Rockford. He got traded in, I think it was just a minor league deal. Yeah. We have Peter, we got Peter Holland out of it to the Rangers, and then he signed a deal with uh, Tampa, and I think it was that just this year. Yeah. Yeah, He signed a deal in Tampa this year. No, no, no. Sorry. He signed one last year, and then this year, he actually made a bigger impact, I guess.
1: Because he got rid of his brother.
0: Yeah. So, they traded the wrong one to us. That's fine with me.
1: Oh, you mean they traded the right one to us?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for them. Yeah, for them. Yeah. For them, it's the wrong one.
1: But yeah, man, I... I am pumped for Toronto fans um definitely deserve it for all the crap they've been through. Yes. And it's just it's just it's so it's so bittersweet just seeing like Toronto winning and all this and then Boston's misery and all that kind of stuff like the,
0: Yeah, I mean, oh the thing I didn't even mention too is like everybody was in our group chat was saying like they think that the bigger like embarrassment is Tampa getting swept by Columbus, but I I honestly think that's Boston getting swept or not swept, but Boston losing.
1: You blew a three, one lead.
0: You you needed one win to move on. Like sure. Tampa didn't get even a single win, but like they had three and then they had three more chances to get one fucking win. That's all they needed. And they, they couldn't do it.
1: And how, how long has the joke been about Toronto blowing the three, one lead against Boston? back in 2013
0: well 10 years then if you're gonna ask how long <laughs> saying, well, like, <laughs> no i know i'm just kidding yeah yeah yeah. but <laughs> <just> like <laughs> it,
1: yeah it's like though it's like so you're saying that what you mock the maple Leafs for yeah and you still don't think that that's the same embarrassment. like you don't think that that's the bigger embarrassment like you, you make fun of yeah. a team for doing the exact same thing in boston theoretically i mean yeah, Tampa they, did that. They were they winning. They, they, they were winning break. the
0: last minute of the fucking game too. Yeah, like yeah. they they gave up a goal, an and they had like Florida had an empty net. They gave up a six on five goal with like a minute left in the third period, and then Florida was all over them. It was incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Boston's way more embarrassing than yeah, than uh, Tampa for sure. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 800-327-5050 or visit gambling helpline m.org in new york call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467369 in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hills casino resorts ks 21 plus and most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restriction applies he showed notes for offer details See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and spate-specific responsibilities, gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without customization and our bank counts always somehow depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same theme but priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is critical. For getting the highest quality at the best price, one dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Raycon mission is to provide that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less for them what you would pay with some of those other big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that this in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as little as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. And they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, Some of the great reviews uh, focus on the eight hours of playtime, water resistance, and sweat resistance, crystal clear call quality, and so much more. Uh, Go buy Raycon uh, now at raycon.com slash THPN today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off by raycon.com slash thpn um all right moving on to uh the rangers and devils uh you took the rangers in seven i took the devils in seven the devils won in seven congrats thank you um this was one that i didn't get to see game seven but also talk about like the roller coaster of emotions like first i was like oh crap the rangers are gonna sweep Like, there's just no, not even a shot in hell that New Jersey wins this series. And then they go to New York, and the Devils decide that they want to play home ice advantage in New York. Yeah. And then, what was it, just back and forth the rest of the way?
0: And then it was home team one back to back. And then the Devils just completely shut them out game seven. What? It It was so weird. To go from seeing the Rangers win, like, two games, like, five goals to whatever, to the Devils switching their goalies, and then the Rangers going, oh, we don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah.
0: It was so weird. But, I mean, hats off to the Devils, man. If you get smoked two games in a row to start a series and end up winning in seven, like, it's... those kids, those kids, man. They they don't that's, get brought down that easily.
1: And that's experience right there. Like like, no matter mm-hmm. what happens now going forward, it's like these kids have shown that they can battle back and they can yeah. stay in a fight. They might get knocked down, but they're not staying down. They're they're coming back up swinging. Yeah, it's like you devil fans have got to be excited for this future, man. Like this. Yeah. Team is I going mean, to be so other good. than
0: the fact that Tima of Meyer got murdered. Oh. <laughs> That's the type of shit I'm telling you, man. Having Jacob Trubon on the team, like, looking, clean, that shit's clean hit, terrifying. Right?
1: Clean hit, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, just making sure. Yeah.
0: It was just, he. I told you before the playoffs started, that guy's a game changer. And, like, I don't know how your team doesn't come up and fire home some fucking goals after that fucking hit. But, I, it, it, Jesus. The, I don't know. That team completely changed somehow from after game two. Where they could not find the back of the night, except for like game six. They were like, Oh yeah, there it is. And then they were like, Oh, we lost it again.
1: So we need it. Um But yeah, I mean, talk about going all in and just not panning out. Now it's yeah. like they're gonna be tight on the cap. Yeah. They still have their first out. round
0: pick, which is just crazy to me. Like they went they went and got Tarasenko. they went and got Kane, like I don't even know if they made any other small moves or anything. I can't even remember. But the they still, was, how, like they did that all with keeping their first round pick.
1: What was Kane's final number for that series?
0: Oh, I don't know. I think he only got points in like the first two games. Oof. But I mean, nobody on that team got points.
1: He had six, three,
0: points. three, four, and uh, or three, four, five, and seven.
1: One goal, six and points five points. Yeah, one goal, five, five seven six.
0: games. Sounds about right. So,
1: oh, yeah, I don't know. Now the question—I mean, we're not going to talk about today—but the real next question is, where does King go?
0: Honestly, like Buffalo. But where would he? Where would be great? New Jersey. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, can you oh, imagine yeah. him and him and Jack Hughes on the same line? That'd be fucking amazing, dude.
1: What is New Jersey's capsic? situation? Did they? Did they ever sign? Uh, no,
0: Timo?
1: no. They got a or no? They're at the cap limit
0: right now. Yeah, but, who but they, they all? have all their pretty much all their forwards besides Hughes, Hisher, and uh, Palat are on one-year deals.
1: Kratz and <laughs> RFA. Timo's and RFA. Yeah.
0: Arenkov.
1: You say his name,
0: what? Buckfast, what? Bookfast,
1: no, I you, didn't hear what you were talking about. Igor,
0: Igor, Igor, yeah,
1: yeah, what?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, oh, Sharangovich,
1: yeah,
0: oh, okay, Sharangovich, that kid, yeah, okay, yeah, well, oh, yeah. also. I don't know if you, like while well, you were watching that series at all, but that Dawson Mercer kid, he's fucking good, man. And I think he doesn't get talked about a lot just because Jack Hughes gets a lot of the, that, that like spotlight. That's, that's a spot but,
1: to be in, man. Like
0: Dawson Mercer, their 2020 uh, first round pick, he's gotten, he's two seasons in right now. He's at 98 points in 164 games. He's got three points in the playoffs right now. The kid looks good. That's the kind of shit that I kind of, I just, I really want, like, I just really want to have that now. <laughs> like, those young studs that are fucking awesome to watch.
1: It's coming, man. It is yeah. coming.
0: Yeah. It's exciting.
1: At least two more years, but it's coming. All right. lap. We will wrap up the Eastern Conference here. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Islanders. We both took Carolina in six and Carolina won in six.
0: just as I just as I predicted like every other series
1: (laughs) this one um I didn't pay much attention to this series yeah but I think the funniest thing that came out of it was the Ajo on Ajo crime there was tons of it Uh, they, they were going at battle only one Ajo or two Sebastian Ajos go in only one can come out clearly Carolina one was gonna win
0: but oh yeah the yeah, just, just the team's just good. Like they're good all, all throughout, and it's crazy because they're doing it without Petraretti or Svechnikov. But I mean the Islanders weren't like a super strong team going into the playoffs either.
1: But another team that kind of limped in.
0: Like, mm-hmm. it, they that
1: have a business being in there.
0: Pittsburgh literally opened the door wide open for them at the end of the year. They're like, ah, just kidding. You go ahead.
1: Pittsburgh fucked up. Yeah. All right. Uh do you want to switch over to the Western Conference then real quick? All right, let's moving on to the Western Conference, and we are joined by special guest Oakley. What's up, buddy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank you, dude.
1: (laughs) That worked out perfectly.
0: Yeah, he knows how to respond.
1: Yeah, all right. So, oh, I just lost my pick, or picks. Damn it. One second here. All right, back to that. Um, We'll kick it off in Colorado. It was the Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. Tanner, you had Colorado in four. I had Colorado in five, Seattle in seven. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, part of me thought you know, Florida could put up a fight. Zero percent of me thought Seattle had a shot.
0: Yeah, the same.
1: <laughs> I mean, Krubach obviously-
0: I- finished the series with a nine two six eight save percentage. Like that's the whole reason. Revenge. That's the greatest. That's the greatest part about, uh, like the playoffs, man. Like you, even if you think that you have like the best goalie, aka Allmark of like, basically a Vesna season, you your team can still go down at seven. And the other thing is like, Grubauer moved like I, I him in Colorado. I parted ways, and they brought in Darcy Kemper, went on won a cup. Grubauer went to Seattle, and now he's like, oh, hey, weird seeing you guys here. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shut you down.
1: <laughs> you guys want your, your you want your repeat not yeah. happening
0: not I'm not on my watch and then it's a, again just the Kraken just doing it the, as a full team you know everybody's contributing they have literally no one standing out stats wise their 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 goal leader right now is Jaden Schwartz with two goals and he's tied with two other players <laughs> their points leader is Yanni Gord with six like and he's got yeah. five assists so that's a lot different than like Miko Rantanen had seven goals. That's literally more. I mean, he's got more goals than the top leader in points on
1: Seattle. <laughs> Devin Taylor. You, Tays like eight assists. you lose. That's insanity. Yeah, like, man. That's impossible. I don't know. It's yeah, it's just,
0: it's great. It's good stuff. What was the series? Even it it was just go back and forth, huh? Uh, Seattle went up three to two, and then Colorado won. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I love
1: though that Seattle won Game One and just completely blew your chance at a sweep. I don't know oh yeah, that. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just I was like, all right, that's cool with me, man. Like, the Avalanche will win in five. <laughs> yeah, and then I Seattle did, I went did. up in the series, and I was like, okay, never mind.
1: Yeah, so Seattle. I mean, ragtag group of players. You know, it's just kind of cool because everybody was talking so much oh. about their uh, about their draft, expansion draft, yeah. and then boom, now they are in the playoffs here. Yeah, they
0: didn't make the playoffs year one like Vegas, but they made it year two, and they've already made it to the second round. For the first time in Vegas Golden Knights history, the Seattle Kraken make it to the second round.
1: <laughs> it is also the first time in NHL history the a team wins their first playoff round against the defending Stanley Cup champions.
0: Oh, wow. That's pretty first neat. First time ever. And you know what's funny about oh, – wow. so about <laughs> Seattle – um winning this playoff series is it reminds me It this is how the playoffs remind me so much of the 2019 playoffs because two of like the stud teams that year, which was Calgary in the West and Tampa in the East, both losing in the first round to the like eighth seeded teams. And even though like Seattle was the seventh seed, Colorado was clearly like looked at as like the favorite to come out of the West. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, no, <laughs> like they're, they're done. And so, out of the, all the teams that were in the the conference finals last year, all, the only one that's left is Edmonton. So it's a completely new like playoffs, It's just yeah, great. Wow. I love I love years like this.
1: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up when we talk about uh, give our yeah. Practice. Sorry, I just brought up. A no, already. it's fine. No, it's awesome though. It's like it's like yeah, you love seeing like you know the same like you know the superstars, you know all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I mean, again, this is how you grow the game. Is yeah. you know, by having more fan bases involved, and, and the fact that, <laughs> and the fact that there's going to be all these fresh matchups, and what was the, the the latest team to win the cup, or the last team to win the cup that's still in the playoff was the Hurricanes back in '06. Yep, that's fucking insane. That is awesome. That is so good for the game. It's
0: it's it's great. You always love a new champion when it when it comes around.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. And
0: even if it is Carolina that wins it, I mean, it's okay. been what, like fourteen? No, 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 seventeen years. Seventeen years. Yeah. So.
1: All right. Next up, you have the Golden Knights versus the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, you took the Jets in six. I took <laughs> Vegas in six, and it ended up being Vegas in five. Tanner, what happened?
0: Uh, the Winnipeg Jets did exactly what the Winnipeg Jets did in from February to the end of the season, and that was go on vacation.
1: dude. There is so much shit going on in Winnipeg. Coach is calling the players out. Players are calling the coach out. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, if if this isn't the first time the coach has called the players out, I mean, it's not the first coach that's called these players out. Like, you think it's probably on the players at this point. Yeah. Like, Jesus, come on. Like, the the team on paper and literally the team in – NHL 23 is what like everybody thinks would be like a really good team, but the team in real life and on the ice is just completely dysfunctional and it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, All right, let's move on to Dallas <laughs> and Minnesota. did
0: you want to say anything about Vegas? I don't think Vegas has a chance second round.
1: Really. No, I don't. Like I, 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 Vegas to me is Boston. Like I just, yeah. anybody but Vegas.
0: I think the thing with Vegas is like, they had probably the easiest matchup of the eight matchups. And then they just got the, they got the job done. Like they needed to what there was. I don't, I mean, I don't think there was very much like pushback from Winnipeg. Like you no, yeah. the coach mentions it like, there was there was no like the the guys that are supposed to be the standout players are just kind of they're washing
1: the Jets had their first game they won five to one, and that was it yeah after that I was happened. like
0: oh, I'm a genius yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then no,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens, especially too. um hella Bucks on his last year of his deal and he's straight outside. I'm not interested in a rebuild, so I mean, you gotta imagine he's gonna get moved here pretty soon.
0: Oh, move to Chicago? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Great. Yeah. We'll take them for a couple seasons.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Dallas versus Minnesota. Let's see. Dal- you had Dallas in five. I had Minnesota in six. It ended up being Dallas in six. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I just overestimated the willpower that Minnesota had.
0: Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is that it's come out that Minnesota's basically had the same kind of streak that Toronto's had of like first round exits. It's just Toronto's done it in such a fantastic fashion that nobody's really paid attention to Minnesota. But like I said, when I said uh, them in, in or Dallas in five is the fact that Minnesota is just a disappointment in every sport. And so like they're bound to lose.
1: That's very fair. And I should have went with that. I just don't know what they were doing by putting flurry in game two yeah.
0: After after winning the the first game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand that. But, yeah, I don't know if that was a difference maker or anything like that, but I think, like, you talked about earlier, like, how you want the Hawks to kind of have the Dallas Stars, you know, draft. It's like this is kind of showing, like, this is a very realistic reality for the Hawks about you're seeing it in Dallas. Yeah. And it's kind of nice seeing that they are able to consistently be competitive past few years.
0: well, that's the thing that, like, I don't think people realize about Dallas is like they were in this final in 2020 with a, with not the guys that are producing currently.
1: Yeah,
0: they were a game away from I which I think the final in 2019 because Saint Louis, Saint Louis, oh, not the final, but maybe the conference final. Mm-hmm. But Saint Louis won that game in Game Seven overtime.
1: Yeah,
0: Eddie Maroon, but like they were very competitive with different guys up front and they've maintained like their competitiveness with like a new kind of set of guys. Like they've been steadily competitive and they drafted really well and they're staying that way. And it's kind of crazy to see that because you don't really see that very often. Like the whole reason Pittsburgh has been good forever is because like Crosby has been good forever. Yeah, But like Dallas was good because Sagan and Ben were good. Now Dallas is good. Because Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson are good, and it's just like weird to see that kind of transition.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I mean, we'll.
0: And they like now that they have Ottinger. Before they had like Ben Bishop and Anton Hudobin and just... they just keep rolling.
1: Sucks that they're in the Central, but good thing. You're
0: supposed, you're supposed to have the dip. You're supposed to have the dip where you're not as good, but they didn't. They. They've fucking increased.
1: <laughs> like they just path through that, that glass ceiling and just keeps going. Just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, last matchup in the first round in the West uh, was the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. Uh, you took Edmonton in 6. I took Edmonton in 7. And it was Edmonton in 6. Nailed I'm just it. nailing.
0: I, I'm really good at calling the Western Conference and really poor calling the Eastern
1: Conference. <laughs> I thought, honestly, I thought LA was going to put up a little bit more of a fight, but I mean, again, this is a team that I hate to keep saying like, all oh, the Hawks can like, you know, look at, fans can look at and kind of feel good about, but it's like, this is another team that kind of retooled. They were competitive at the same time as the Hawks. They, they did their retooling yeah. and, it, and it's paying off and they're showing that this is gonna be a competitive team, I think, for for years to come. I don't know if it's gonna get back to the heyday like back in 13, 14, you know, when they're winning cups and all that, but they're they're gonna be a good team, it's just a bonus that they're in a, in the division they are.
0: Yeah. I that's that's a huge plus for them, is the fact that they're in the Pacific, but I think they've also kind of landed on a little luck with kind of like how the Rangers were. Like the Rangers got a little bit got they exited their rebuild/retool slash a little bit earlier than they they were planning because of the luck that they struck with like getting the second overall pick and then the first overall pick yeah. and then just Starkin just kind of being a, a monster and that's kind of the way LA's turned out a bit because like they ended up getting like Byfield, who's now con- going to be contributing a few of like young guys that they've gotten like have turned out pretty well like they they did a great job at like not strapping themselves into like really shitty contracts like the Hawks did where they were able to pick up guys like Kevin Fiala and Victor Arvidson that like have really made an impact on that team and oh even Philip Deneau like he's insanely amazing but I think it's just that it's that kind of year where McDavid's having like that McKinnon kind of year where he's like I obviously am gonna have to do everything myself otherwise I'm never gonna win a Stanley Cup so me and Leon here are gonna basically tie the team to our back and skate them through a goddamn brick wall.
1: The two of them put up to a combined twenty-one points in that first round,
0: with McDavid not even scoring in the first game. Yeah. So it's really twenty-one points between the two. Or I think Leon maybe had two points, but like nineteen points between the two of them in five games.
1: It's it's it is so stupid that how good those two are. And yeah. they still can't get it done. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we the talk- fact that
0: LA was able to push some of those games to OT or like make it really competitive into the third period just shows you like how deep LA is versus Edmonton.
1: Yeah. That's the problem. Like you get a team that's able to do a full, you get four full lines out there rolling. Yeah, which is what you
0: like, need in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Like Edmonton, like they just, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel confident enough that they have what it is to get over that hunt to to really be considered a legitimate contender. Like, I know it's hard to say that when you have McDavid, but it's like, I don't know. But with
0: without a proven champion currently in the West, it's wide open for them to kind of, I would, like we said, stumble into the playoffs, like Florida and Islanders, like they can kind of stumble their way into the final. Like,
1: but. They can stumble away to the final. But that doesn't mean they're going to win it. I think. Oh yeah, no, absolutely have, not. Shut down teams in the in the West or the East. Like oh. I just don't think they can do it.
0: It's just they like them them being in the Pacific is it, this this just shows like they they have the easiest trip basically because you get L.A. who's a good team but not like I would say like a contending kind of team, and then you get Vegas who is going with like a third or fourth string goalie right now and are just like a, like such an odd, odd team too, where they're all, they're different like every year because they are trying to be like, Oh, well it didn't work with these guys. So let's get rid of them and, and bring in other guys. Like it's, I don't know. I don't think Vegas is going to be like a that good of a matchup against Edmonton either, because it's just McDavid and dry are going to tear them a new asshole.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So so, so that wraps up our first round, the recap of the first round. You want to move on to second round prediction? We'll wrap this up. Yeah. All right. You want to start west or east?
0: Uh we can start in west.
1: West? All right. So we'll stick with the one you were just talking about because you pretty much gave your answer. Yeah. Yeah. Who how oh how many games? Oh uh
0: Jesus, like I just don't think Vegas has a good chance, but they'll probably have a game or two that they absolutely light up Stuart Skinner or Campbell. So maybe Edmonton in six.
1: That's what I was thinking too.
0: It's just I don't think Vegas has the goaltending to even if they do light up Stuart Skinner or Jack Campbell, it'll end up they'll probably lose like seven to eight. Like because it's be of high scoring, yeah. Oh, it's going to be, you remember last year when Edmonton and then uh, Calgary faced off in the second round and every game was like six to seven, even though Calgary just had played like very low scoring games in the first round.
1: It's going to be like that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's
0: going to be just a shootout.
1: Oh, one thing we oh. Forgot to, I forgot to mention about um, Edmonton or Vegas. Yeah. Bill Kessel was health bombed in that series. That was the first game he missed since October 31st, 2009.
0: That's crazy. And I just realized, you know what we're getting? Eichel versus McDavid, finally, in the playoffs.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: The 2015 top two picks.
1: McDavid's going to fuck him. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I didn't even think about that, too. Yeah, let's go. It
0: just came to my head. I was like, oh, yeah.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> There's a connection somewhere. <laughs> yeah, everybody forgets about Jack Eichel. Yeah. Well, you you cry, you cry, you cry, you cry, and then go to fucking yeah. Vegas. All right, uh, Seattle, Dallas.
0: Uh, I think it's going to end up being Dallas, just because they are actually fully healthy, unlike Colorado was. I just yeah, I don't know. Seattle though, man. They're gonna probably just surprise their way. It's gonna be the way that Vegas did it in 2017, where everybody just goes, they're gonna lose this round. Like they're gonna lose, they're gonna finally not be in first. They're gonna they're gonna lose eventually. They're gonna lose this round, they're gonna lose this round, they're gonna lose this round. Like watch them just fucking go all the way. Like
1: And that's why I'm taking Seattle in seven.
0: <laughs> how funny it would it be if Seattle like wins a cup before Vegas?
1: <laughs> I love it. <that.
0: laughs> After Vegas completely destroys everything that they have asset wise to try and be competitive. And Seattle just goes, oh, we have everything still and a cup now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, this? All right. So what are you taking? Dallas? <laughs> oh
0: this. Yeah. I'd say Dallas in like oh.
1: Dallas and Seven. Seven. All right. All right. Like I said, I took Seattle and seven there. Um, let's go Carolina, New Jersey. Which, by the way. This is the only playoff matchup that has ever happened before. The other three series oh, okay. all all are all first time. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. What that probably happened around like 2006. Yep. Um I mean that's a that's a tough one.
1: It's gonna be a good season.
0: Kids are rolling, dude. That's the thing. Like I think I might go Jersey. Like I might take New Jersey in six. Yeah, I'm taking seven. I'd say seven.
1: Taking seven. All right. I'm taking Jersey and six. Um, I just this is gonna be a fun, fun series. Yeah. Jersey and six or seven, you said right. Yeah, I'll say seven. Okay. Um, yeah, this is gonna be a fun series. Like the the east, I can give two shits about the west at this point. Like, yeah, they're gonna be focusing on these two series. Like, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Like I said, I wanted to be on the the devil's bandwagon so bad. Like, I just, I love Jack Hughes. I love what this team is, you know, finally being competitive and all that. So now that New York is out, I'm totally on the devil's bandwagon. Although I want Toronto, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling for Toronto, but the devil's like, let's go. Like, yeah, I honestly would be happy if any four of these teams in the, in the, in the East win. Yeah. i would be to fine with it. Yeah. Perfectly fine with it. Um, and then the last series, Toronto, Florida.
0: It's going to be surprising. Florida in four.
1: You digging it? You digging
0: it? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, how much of it how, – how Toronto would it be to completely collapse round two because you've never been there since 2004?
1: <laughs> you really taking Florida and four?
0: Yeah, why not? <laughs> I like I'll be I'll be ecstatic if I'm like completely wrong but if I'm right how fucking funny would that be
1: that would be great
0: especially since it's one of those it's Florida was a a president's trophy winner last year it's I mean it's their cup to win
1: this is the perfect storm series that it's like you can see either team you can make great cases for why they're gonna win this series and they're gonna go win the Stanley Cup
0: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really funny I mean Toronto's just getting more time in Florida.
1: <laughs> oh, man. And Florida is throwing up the big guns, banning oh, Canadian yeah. residents from buying tickets to, to yeah. Florida games. Which is funny, because it's like, you can just go on StubHub. <laughs> StubHub, yeah, there's plenty of aftermarket there. So, all right, you're going to have some explaining to you, Noli, on that one.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if... If Florida wins game one, you're
1: going to be like, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Well, we will find out tonight. uh That game kicks Wait, off. What
0: did you say? Did you say Toronto? <laughs> I, said,
1: I said Toronto in six.
0: In six. Okay. Yeah. I thought you can chuck Conn Smythe winner. Dude,
1: I, yeah, man, I don't know. Like I like yeah, Con
0: Smythe written all over him right now, dude. Yeah, he does. <laughs>
1: He's will. Oh man, Florida goes. They're they're definitely unless Bob is just lights out the rest of the way. Stone Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's I- one of those things I think nobody really talks about when they when they're like who deserves a cup. It's like nobody really brings up Dabrowski but like he's been pretty goddamn incredible for like all most of his career. a Couple Vesnas and like the
1: problem with him though is like when he's good he's good, but when he's bad yeah. he is bad.
0: Yeah, he's very mediocre if he's yeah. bad.
1: It's, it's, oh man, there's no, there's no middle for him. It's one way or the other. Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, so that, that series kicks off tonight. Um, We'll already know what happened by the time you're listening to this. All oh, the game started already. Uh, oh yeah. And the Kraken and Dallas Stars are the second game today. And then Devils, Carolina, Edmonton, Vegas will be the next day. Uh, So yeah, we are excited For this, the series, the Eastern Conference is probably going to be our spotlight uh, going forward. Um, We'll we'll obviously hit on the West, but
0: yeah. So it's exciting hockey that we got.
1: You got got anything else?
0: No. No. (laughs) I want to call it. Um, man, I
1: don't
0: know. It's I'm just like everything that I'm thinking of is like way too long of a post like title because it's like, like, how did we get here? <laughs> like, like, is this, is this 2019 all over again? Like, um,
1: you said it exciting hockey. Smell you,
0: smell you later, Boston.
1: <laughs> smell you, Boston. <laughs> smell you later, Boston. All right. So yeah, smell you later Boston episode. Cause we are technically the least podcast for, foreseeable future. So um yeah episode two twenty two. Uh, my Um Boston, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, five star review all there. Uh download DraftKings, use uh promo code THPN. Uh go buy some Raycon headphones, uh code uh THPN for 15% off. Uh social media at WCB Podcast at THPN on everything. Uh Yeah, and we will see you on the next one. All
0: right. Love you, boys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the WCB Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jeremy and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB Podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.